Well, it seems another day, another podcast. This one's a special one. Sat down with Dave Winchester during the Bodyboard King Kayama Pro earlier this year. He went on to make the podium. No surprises, really, but kind of annoying when he doesn't do any other comps that year, but then turns up and schools everyone. Great result to Winnie in that one. Uh, really cool podcast. I think it went well. We discussed many things, his career, his views on many different aspects of life, and um, yeah, just he's a pretty chilled dude, so it was kind of um, just a pleasure to sit down and have a couple of beers with him and um, have a chat. So I hope you enjoyed this one. I, I enjoyed it a lot. It had been a while between beers with Winnie, so yeah, I had a great time, which you can probably tell. Enjoy. Yeah, it was, it was pretty good. Yeah. Hopefully all this works out. It's yeah. Nice little setup. Nice little spread we got. Mm. Nice little spread. It's that good. Talking about perks. I don't know. That looks like it's pointing down too far though, doesn't it? I don't know. It looks good from the other side. Oh, there? Well, I like that we've got the chip bowl in there. Yeah, you had to have the chip bowl. Oh, it's on wide angle. It looks pretty good. Yeah. Alright. Let's say another episode of the Laboogie podcast, little video version, but we'll use the audio somewhere else. This guy doesn't need much of an introduction. I'll give him a cheers to Dave Winchester. Thanks, mate. Good to see nice you, mate. you too. Mm. Really good. Do you just put your beer down after a cheers? No, I had a sip. Did you have a Here sip? Can, you can watch her. <laughs> I think I had a <laughs> We'll test her. That'd be so rude. You know who's really bad for that is um, Wingers, Davis Blackwell. He's bad for a lot of things. You <laughs> <laughs> set him up there. Yeah. Um, he, um, he was cheersing in Chile. He's yeah. putting his drink down. Really? And we're just like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, that's it, like not it, cool. I'd say he's just had a few too many. That nah, this was early. Really? Yeah, yeah this okay. was a habit. All right. We'll this next generation them. doesn't, they don't understand everything like we did. Uh, I know. We, we were smarter back then. And do you feel like just when you get a little bit older, you mm. say that to the young kids? <laughs> like our parents said that to us. Yeah. I did it way harder. Yeah. But I no. think so. Yeah, I totally agree. Mm. It's a bad move. It's, it's hard not to. I don't know if we've been conditioned to say it, but mm. it's totally true. Yeah. The wingers, you're soft, mate. Yeah. But they've got a bit harder than us with the sport. They definitely do. <laughs> I totally agree they do because those three amigos absolutely tear. They do. And they should be getting more. You reckon, um, do you think they tear more than the gener- like our collective generation? Um, or are they just on the same level? It's hard to kind of say. I think that like the generation when we came through, mm. there was a lot of good guys pushing limits that hadn't been reached before mm, no and so now these guys are reaching limits that have been reached but mm. it's pretty incredible but they're not hit like not everyone's hit those limits like the stuff in the no. movie that they did the right was yeah. just like unbelievable that was nuts and the airs and stuff like that so yeah it's it's kind of hard to say mm. but um yeah they're definitely the three best birds yeah, I think about it a bit with being back on the world tour and like none of you guys being there and 
because I had the experience of competing against all you guys and kind of knowing what that was like. Plus the other guys ahead of us as well. Like I kind of put, like I was in your generation in many ways. Like how old are you now? 37. Yeah, so like I'm 35. So we yeah. were in the same generation, but I don't know, maybe, do you see yourself as being part of the same generation as Ben Player and Kingy and Hardy? No, I, feel, I felt like I was the... Ben's three years older, Hardy's two years older. I yeah. was the generation under. Okay, so you're the older part of my generation. Yeah. Because I'm kind two of years below you. Mitch kind of yeah, generation. Yeah, exactly. Hughesy, Chad. So, yeah, more so in that generation. Yeah. Yeah, that's I how feel I feel anyway. Myself. Yeah, and like for a period there, there was like John Scholl as well and like the Scholl boys out of Cronulla and a few other young fellas that kind of cruised along. But um, but did you... um do you, I've, I've thought about this with the World Tour, like how what is this generation like today it's so weird on there now like it's so international yeah just used to be all aussies on that thing really that's all i really remember from back in the day just or a lot more aussies just kind of dominating yeah i think it was basically it was a bit more of a clear thing then totally. to kind of did the aussie tour and then you kind of did the world tour yeah and now the guys are kind of like oh should i be doing the world tour or should i just be getting banking clips and yeah and things like that. So back then, mm. we just made it happen. We, we just did. Like, we want to go on the world tour. I'm going to go there. I'm going to fly to Reunion. I've got 350 bucks in my bank. <laughs> get there and realise that you can't get an accommodation for under 150 because <laughs> it's French francs. And uh, you have to sleep under a bridge. So I don't see the Groms doing that these days. No, much less. But, um, yeah, it's just a bit clearer then. So I am... Um, had a funny experience kind of on that level with going back to Hawaii after not being there for like for like 10 years yeah and like actually having decent accommodation mm. like only one person in the bed <laughs> not, not 14 <laughs> in, in two rooms exactly with overflowing sewage exactly. in your kitchen <laughs> yeah no it, yeah getting older it does have its perks it definitely does <laughs> I mean the last few years that I kind of went to Hawaii I was definitely staying in better places just because yeah. I guess we are getting a bit more money yeah and was if I was staying at an average place mm. I felt that I wasn't going to do as well in the comp I wasn't having as good time so yeah. I'm like I'd spend the money and then if you get knocked out of the comp mm. that you're there for it's not too bad because you're sta staying in a sick place yeah, with your friends having still. a good time whereas yeah. if you're staying in a dingy little place Wow. And you're struggling, and everyone's stealing your milk, and, <laughs> and South African <laughs> putting a line on your on your on their milk, make Jesus. sure no one steals wow. it. So you fill up your breakfast, then you fill Jesus. it back up with water <laughs> to the line. <laughs> Sorry, Brandon Foster. <laughs> I, I didn't do it. I just saw heaps of other guys do it. So. Mm. Um, how long now has it been since you kind of stopped the full time competition? Um, for you, what year did it? It should have been like. Stop? Four or five years ago, almost. Yeah. Like the full, like the world tour. Yeah. So, and then it kind of took a little slump. So it was kind of almost Perfect good, timing, good right? time, yeah. good timing. It just worked out. But, well, to be honest, I was kind of we'd had two, two or three kids then, hmm. and the travel was starting to strain our family a bit too much, and my wife. So we kind of, you know. It was sort of starting to come to an end, I guess. Sure. The dream run, so to speak. So you would have been like 32, 33? Yeah, 32, 33, yeah. That's when I got back in. 
Yeah, that's when you're back in on tour. <laughs> Mature age. Mature tour, age. <laughs> tour. Tour student. Mature age tour student. Yeah. Um, but like coming, like we're at Kiama for the Bodyboard King Pro. Um, you've still got it. Yeah. Do you feel I, like you've still got it? No, oh, it is like riding a bike. Yeah. But the bike's just a tiny bit slower yeah. than it was. Yeah, I get I it. think I spend, still spend a lot of time in the ocean. Yeah. And so I think that helps with wave knowledge and yeah. all different conditions. So I think I still kind of know what a good wave is. And yeah. then, yeah, I guess it just comes down to some moves are a tiny bit slower if you're not doing them all the time. Timing like what, as well. What, what you got? What's, what's your weak points now? Oh, um, I don't know, really. What no, you know what feels good, what feels. Well, well, you've popped a couple of decent inverts, so they yeah. obviously don't feel too terrible. I felt I definitely four days like the, my whole kind of the whole time I've been bodyboarding. Four days on rights have never really been my thing for some reason. Oh, okay, I just couldn't like I've done me too actually. Me too. I just felt easy, way easier on left, mm. and so that I felt like if I got a good bowl in this comp, there's no way in the world I'd do a four, try a four day. No, I kind of right. No, I'd. 100% go to something that I was comfortable with and but would you have that, done that in your in your kind of prime anyway wouldn't you have gone for something else anyway I, I, maybe but may, where maybe when I was a bit younger I would have for sure because Had I was like I want to try and be the best yeah and you've got to have it all to mm. be the best yeah but then then you start to be on the tour for ages and you start to surf the heat's a bit smarter yeah. and you're like just surf to your strengths if I if I'm not good at a flip on a right just do an invert. Yeah, exactly. Don't do it. Exactly. It's not even worth it. If you bank two tens yeah. and you get a good bowl, yeah, yeah, go, go for it. Yeah. But I think, yeah, when you start to surf, I've been on tour for ages, you start to surf those heats a little bit smarter. Is that a good thing, though? Because, like, I mean, as you were saying that, I've had a lot of conversations with people in this, because you've listened to every podcast episode. We've yep. clarified that. Yeah, yeah, heaps. <laughs> And um, he's listened to fuck all, all yeah, of the podcast, but that's all right. To one. Hasn't listened to one, but I will. Uh, like. He's got a binge. He's got like the best binge ever coming yeah, up. Perfect. I'm pumped. Uh, the um, this whole thing about competition and what it does to your surfing, because you kind of said that once you once you get into that comp mode, you play to your strengths, which mm. means you don't do other things, and then maybe even. In your free surfing, do you even have time to work on these weaknesses, or does all that kind of go out the window a little bit when you're focusing on world titles? Yeah, I mean, not so much. The the year that I got closest to a world title, yeah. I felt that I was surfing heaps. We we're living in Europe, in yeah, France. I remember I was I surfing so much, mm. and I felt like I could kind of do everything. But then in heats, I was surfing them really smart. Yeah, too. And the only time you'd have to kind of step out of your comfort zone and go for something that you weren't that comfortable in doing is when your back was against the wall. So I guess it's, yeah, I mean, it's kind of, it is kind of hard. Insane. It's kind of double-edged sword. It is You've right. got to go for it. Yeah. But I, yeah, I felt like that year I could, I would actually, that year I might have gone for an Air Ford. Yeah, right. My only, I felt the fittest and the most comfortable in yeah. all conditions. Yeah. I just kind of felt like, maybe because I was surfing Hosiga beaches every day, I felt like Pierre is, just every day. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, for that one year, <laughs> and I felt like nearly to his level. Do you really feel like that, was that a really big factor for you, that, that European state? Did you really get a lot out of that? Oh, I loved it. It was like the best 
best thing almost to have done in my life. That's interesting. Kind of thing, like, just living there, basing ourselves there. How long it's were just, you there for again? So we were there for about 10 months. Oh, you were there 10 yeah. months in and Austin? Then, yeah, and then Shit. we kind of just travelled in and out of there. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, That's it was wild. an amazing experience. It's a good spot. I was there earlier this year just yeah. hanging out. Sick. No, it was good. It's just sort of one of those things where you spur of the moment things and yeah my sponsor wasn't happy at the time about it i remember this yeah and i said they're wrong yeah and i remember saying to you i was like they're wrong this is awesome like, and this he is told great. me on the way to the airport <laughs> I was like, well, fuck you <laughs> i'm going and then i yeah. sold more boards that year than any other year exactly so I was like, and then he loved me and it's like whatever mate yeah. yeah it's good to be right oh it's good to i think just also live <laughs> like, i love bodyboarding yeah but like, I love other things too. Mm. What life. did you love Just about that that trip? What was so good about that? Like that you loved to do. What was so good about being in Osagor and all those? Just things? a total new experience, surfing mm. kind of different ways, and as like a really young family, mm. where we could travel a lot more, kind of together mm. to other spots like Sintra and things like that. You didn't we need a bus. To, yeah, we didn't need the bus mm. and. And we didn't have to fly, like from Australia doing the world tour back then, there was like eight or 10 comps in the year. And I was just, it's it was hard. Yeah, I can't even was, imagine what that must have been like. It was hard, it was, it was cheaper for us. No, exact same money for us to spend the air tickets to go live there yeah. and go me go from France as it would have been myself go from yeah, Australia. Australia. And with, um, yeah, right, so for the family you're saying. Yeah, yeah, for the family. For the whole family problem. to be based yeah. in Ostagor, two kids at the time. Yeah you could get everyone there and hang and have a great time yeah. or you could have just done single trips Trip yourself. from Australia and been away for three or four months of the year. That's heavy. Yeah. Great so decision. Yeah, it was a great decision. Yeah. I mean, it's hard now because my wife would go back tomorrow. Really? <laughs> yeah, she would for That's a year cool. or something. She loves it, but it's, um, you know, it's hard. Has she got some French vibes in her? Her mum's French and her dad's Mauritian. There you go. So, okay. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I think I remembered that. Yeah. Somehow. Yeah. Yeah, her heart's like a croissant. That's <laughs> <laughs> like half. Uh, just the shape. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it could it's be, just shape. You could think she's got just half a heart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's yeah. classy. No. I mean, do you think much back to your. Like, let's stick. Let's get on that year of, like, the very close kind of world title. Because that's obviously one of your best competitive years, right? Mm. Or yeah. did it feel like that? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Because you mean, had some really great wins that year, didn't you? Yeah. Like, I lost the world tour with two firsts, five thirds, and a ninth. That's heavy. Like, to, to Jeff. Which, what did he do? The other ones. He must have won the other ones. He won three. Yeah. But, yeah, he's, uh, not to take away from Jeff, but after I'd had four good events, two firsts and two thirds, a lot of people dropped, stopped choosing all events. Uh-huh. People I'm not saying pick... that Jeff wouldn't have beaten those guys. No, 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 no. He always beats them. He's yeah. amazing. Right. So, but um, but everyone got a bit more pickier because of their budgets. And yeah, because like of that. the budgets and stuff. Yeah. So, I okay. think if, if everyone was still in the race, then there would have been more people. Because mm. I kind of fear that back then, I'm not blaming it and saying no. I should have won, but and I'm not trying to justify it no. for not winning. <laughs> but um, well, you came fucking close either way, right? It was yeah. one heat. It was one. But that's it. At the time, I was really angry too. Ah. And I was just like, but then, 
you start to look at other things and go like at the time I had amazing wife supportive wife and yeah. two amazing kids and yeah. I'm just like does it really matter mm. I'm like no but like, it does not really matter it doesn't really it wasn't going to do anything it would have made me a lot more money at the time I would have the incentives yeah. would have been pretty yeah. good uh. but yeah, I think all the incentives up, it was like 17 grand. Okay. Yeah, so it was would like... Would have been a, nice. It was like, yeah, it would have been nice at the time, but... A little bit of cream. Yeah, and especially in the bodyboarding world. It, yeah, 17 it grand. It would have been good, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it. I don't leave, lose any sleep over it ever. No. <laughs> I was stoked to even get there. Yeah, exactly. I mean, but with the anger, though, when did the anger come up in that? Because I imagine it might have come up midway through the year, because when people started dropping off, you might have been thinking, fuck, everyone's dropping off, and... This is getting weird, and yeah, no, it didn't. It didn't creep in. Then only crept in after. Oh, it was after the end result. Yeah, okay. because then I was just focused. I was just like, well, those guys aren't coming. You know, if there's yeah. only ten guys that can win this comp, yeah, and five of them aren't coming, I just have to beat those other four guys. Yeah. So that was pretty much it, and I was pretty focused then. Who wasn't coming, by the way? Like, which guys decided to take a breather? Well, a lot of Aussies. Oh, really? So expensive too. Uh huh. It was like, you know, it's, you go to, and especially when you, those years, you had to go to Canaries, Sintra, Mexico, mm. you know, and at all different times, and a few others, so it's like, and then South America twice. Oh, no, no, we did that in the same one. Uh -huh. Actually, we did that in the same one, the Arica and then the Brazil one, yeah. Mm -hmm. But, you know, so after those kind of four events, when we'd gone there, everyone yeah. was kind of like, you know, it's like, it's a lot. That's interesting. So, same kind of problem today. Not, not. It's not a problem. It's good. Like I'm pretty critical of the, the sport in that I just I totally get that. Like you know when I was sponsored back in the day when we were younger yeah. and I had some money from Nomad and Human, I was doing okay by today's standards. Like I was I was like getting a pretty decent chunk of money sure. to do it stuff. And but that chunk of money then is actually amazing today. Yeah. Like, if I was getting that today, yeah. if anyone was getting that, like, it's pretty good. Like, they'd be like, whoa. For sure. Yeah, it's kind of wild. Like, I'm, I'm a bit shocked by it. And then when it comes to the World Tour planning and, like, what do we do? Yeah. Because I'm the writer's rep and I give Alex and Terry a hard time yeah. all the time. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm really, like, really kind of trying my best to, to reduce the need to travel too much for yeah. guys. Because I'm just like, man, this is like a pretty big investment for people. Yeah. And it's going to hurt them in the long run. Yeah, for sure. I think like, there's kind of two options. Have four events in good locations. Yeah. Um, in good waves. And then majority of the... You want... Like, I think you need to have the best riders yeah. in the world at all four comps. Yeah. I agree. Like, and that is pretty close to affordable for a lot of guys. Like, yeah. They, if they know there's four events, they can kind of make that happen. Yeah. Or another option needs to be you. They build the domestic tours. They I, take your top great eight segue. from Australia, great and segue. you have a championship at Pipe. Great. Well, that's my preferred um, option. That's yeah. Like either could work mm. for sure, and but then also comes down to um, world champs decide on one one contest, which is hectic, but. Does it need to have, like, we don't, there's just not the money in the sport to do it. So I think. Well, think about it a different way. Like, the Olympics happen every four years. Wow. Four years. Yeah. Some poor bastard has been throwing a javelin. Yeah, for four, for four years. years. Yeah. And they can rock up 
mm. and just get an elbow injury. Like, they can just fuck yeah. it up. Yeah, that's right. Four years of prep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Could you imagine that? Yeah, so one a year is pretty good, hey? <laughs> one a year is pretty good. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, other sports like football, rugby yeah. union, like world champion, like their world championships every four mm. years, like the World yeah. Cup, four years. Like, it's pretty crazy. Um, I think it would definitely build, build it in the regions too. Well, this is why I like the segue, not because we agree on the format, but, also, but mostly because, like, you remember what it was like when we had a fucking amazing Aussie tour. Oh, that good was, it was all those, so good those and times so were hard. Amazing, yeah, that was you hard. You finished ninth and you like you surf four or five heats and you can't believe it. And I know. You get hundred bucks, you <laughs> get your entry back, and you're like, "This is amazing." I'm <laughs> you know, you, I broke even. Exactly. Can't believe it, and everyone's loving it. Exactly. No, it's heavy. It's yeah. like, and I just remember the great trips. You know, like we had we had a box comp one year on the tour. You know, we had. We used to go to York's Peninsula, and that was like sick to go down there and get all deserty before that became really a thing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and then you know we had a lot of really good comps. Foster used to be on there, so yeah. it was always fun. Everyone came through Foster, and yeah, that was always a good time. So, no, I, I think there's a lot to be said for just like yeah. the domestic tours getting stronger and like. Yeah, well, I think we need to. Yeah. Because we. It's affordable. We're, then, we're for not. Sure. We're, we're the mature age tourists. Yeah. Tourists, you know. So, would you have a crack in that circum? Would you feel like you could have a crack at this kind of whole thing again, just for the hell of it? Yeah, why not? Okay. Like, yeah, you know, if if they're like, oh, the top eight's going to go into pipe. There's four Aussie tour events with kind of little waiting periods, so you're not in really, really bad ways. Yeah. And they're like, you know, you had D Bar and yeah, or Clamour or where like Wedgie Beaches. Well, that's and, what's up for grabs, I think. You know, I think happen. yeah, I think why not? Mm. You know, it'd be pretty fun. I know the fire still burns for Rawlins. Like, he definitely still has a part of him that wants that again. Like, he wants to yeah. compete and, and be competitive with the guys. I mean, I think I love competing too. You still do? I, I, I do. I do. I love the one a year right now. Um, I'm just kind of too busy at home. But yeah. as I said before, I like the pressure on in competitive, like in bodyboarding, because it's just all single. It's all on yourself. Yeah. It's all just. Everything's on you. You choose the wrong way. If you're like, that was my fault. Yeah. Whereas now I started playing soccer a couple of years ago. Yeah. And I love it. I make a mistake. I'm like, oh, well, I've got 10 other guys <laughs> who can fix that problem for me. It just, it, it becomes, it's very, very mental and heavy yeah. competition. Yeah. And like, you can't help but really beat yourself up as well. Like when you're doing bad, like, yeah. And it's hard on you. Like you've got priority and the other guy needs a six and you're like, oh, this wave. Oh, I don't know, and you let it go, and he gets a seven, and you're like, oh, that was yeah, why did I do that? It's hopeless. Yeah, it's just it can be frustrating. Yeah. But, so I like I enjoy not doing it um, every month. Yeah. That we used to because yeah. it's just it is kind of it's like it get becomes stressful, especially when you your trip costs you three grand. Yeah. Back then, and you if you get third, uh. you get three grand. <laughs> Like, so you it's only cool, make, you're only breaking even if you get third. So if you're having uh, shockers on tour, uh, it hurts. And I mean, those guys on there that were funding their tour on the prize money, like Mark McCarthy. That's heavy. He was getting like, I can't remember what it was like three thousand dollars off his board sponsor at the time. And, and, and they're getting him on tour, and, and then hopefully he gets it. He was it. on the world tour like full time, and it's like how on earth that's like one trip. That's crazy. Yeah. So I mean. That it's kind of stressful because you wanted to make money too. You wanted of to course. try or recoup. 
Well, there's also that bit about like, you know, one thing I, I don't know, some guys have like a pretty good deal with their sponsors these days where they, they have a separation between their travel budget and their salary. So they're like their payment for being themselves, which I think is mm. a really positive thing because, for sure. I do you know, too. you use your travel budget, it's here, it's for flights, hotels, yeah. whatever other bullshit you want to buy that has to do with yeah. going somewhere. Mm. But then you've got this other piece that's like, yep, yeah, you're going to get your whatever it might be, your 500 bucks a month or your 1,000 bucks a month if you're kind of doing better. Yeah. That's going to go in your bank and if you've got rent to pay and all that, that's really cool. Yeah. I think that's a really positive step for some guys. I don't think yeah. all guys have that deal nah. now. But but I guess for, I don't know, when we were then, we weren't thinking about that, you know, we were just, just traveling. Yeah. I, I wasn't. I was just like, whatever money I can get, yeah. I'm just going to go chase the next wave. But let's talk now about because I was worrying about it, and that probably yeah, helped back then. me. Yeah, it probably helped me fall out. Yeah. But like, because I went to, I was worried about the future. Yeah. When I was like 21. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's, it's kind of silly. It's worried. early to be worried about the future. But, yeah. Yeah. Each their own. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And um, and plus the Maui thing when I missed the heat, that was my yeah real fucking pain yeah, that, that group. broke me basically. But I'm all right. Yeah. I'm all right, all right. now. Got tissue. Hmm. No. But I got through it. Well, that's why I'm back. I got through it and I'm back. Yeah. But um, but I do remember it. I was saying to you before we started this recording, like how, you know, you had a pretty good travel arrangement, right? This whole the the getting getting on planes for not the full price. Yeah. That helped, right? Oh, it was the biggest thing ever. Yeah. Because I could go to um, say let's Hawaii for like probably I can't even remember now. It was that long ago? But it was cheap. It was like. 150 bucks that's return hectic. like it was it was hectic yeah like the nuts. international flights like to europe for like yeah. 300 return business and things like that oh in business as well right yeah because they would... well, well at the start <laughs> at the start i didn't fly business because i didn't have the money i was just okay. scraping but as soon as i started getting a bit of sponsorship money i was like here we go <laughs> on, boys. and then i remember sam bennett well, one year we went to chile and we got off the plane he's like how was your, it's pretty rude of me to say this. I wouldn't say this now. But well, he was like, how, how was the flight? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it was good. I just laid like horizontal the whole time on my stomach. Like on the bed. I just slept. And he's just like, are you kidding? And I was like, nah. And so, yeah, it was just, it, it helped a lot. Of course it would have And helped. I made, I could do any, I guess, I, I can't even remember how much my first paid contract was i think it was custom x with like for two grand or something yeah and then and then i got hydro for three grand Whoa. so i was on five and these flights are cheap like so i'm, going <laughs> everywhere. I'm flying everywhere i can well i think and i think grand. that kind of helped with that time too because that was when the tension days began yeah and i remember you guys you know because there was a crew that kind of formed around mm. you, you whitey Husey, chad yeah. Rollins, you know, there was a crew that started to really form around that. Yeah. And um and and I saw that like shit, he's doing so many trips now. Yeah. And it was like and I knew what was going on. I was like, fuck him, you know, this is fucked. Like yeah. and it was but it's good for you. Like I'm I'm definitely yeah. happy for you that you had that. But um but it was interesting to notice it and I was like, Yeah, that's that's helping. Yeah. That's helping. No, like, that's a good a, thing. It was a big help. Yeah. And that whole WA thing helped a lot. We sort of when you lived over there. Yeah, went there. That's right. And then kind of became friends with those guys and didn't come home. You didn't, did you? No, not for a few years. Yeah. I just, yeah, was just surfing and working on the vineyards and then we'd get enough money and we'd do like, go to Indo or yeah. come back and then work a little bit and Sweet. use the money and 
yeah, I just felt like I could do the whole Aussie tour, a few trips a year, Hawaii, yeah. everything on the on the budget Sick. that I had, and with a bit little bit of work, and yeah, it just kind of skyrocketed from there, I guess, for a few years. Well, it helped as well that tension skyrocketed too, right? I mean, that was a huge probably factor as well in the. Yeah, in I'd the... probably say like that's the biggest factor in almost in bodyboarding. Oh right, I reckon that's almost. A call. Like it's going to be a good little soundbite for the Instagram. Yeah, clip. like I mean, I, you kind of think it has to be. Like, yeah. You would. The premieres would draw so many people. So many people um, watched it that don't bodyboard. True. You know, I even had a parent at the kids' school say to me, I watched you on the Tension movie. <laughs> and I was like, oh, did you? And she said, yeah, I saw you wearing the G-string, the red G-string. I was like, yeah, cool. Um, see you later. <laughs> you know, like, so it's, it's kind of, I don't know. I just think it had Parent such teacher a... Parent-teacher evenings get a little different when yeah, you get attention for a few years. I think it just had a, a huge reach then, and it just, like, oh, a lot totally. of people got into it. I'm not yeah. saying it's like the pinnacle of it, but I think media-wise... Well, in Australia, certainly. Media-wise in Australia, yeah. it was huge. Yeah, and also, I guess... Um, well, I know this because I, I think I had a cousin who didn't know much about bodyboarding, and they are like, oh, is that Winnie? And I'm like, what? Like, what, what do you mean, Winnie and White? Like, rattling off all these names, and yeah. I'm like, how, the fuck, how do you know who these people are? And then she's like, oh, the tension films. And I'm like, oh, my yeah. yeah right. It's full on. So yeah, definitely put um, bodyboarding on the map. And yeah, he was making he was doing some funny stuff. Too. He was, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, it was good stuff. Yeah, and you know, everyone was having a good time and yeah. he's making heaps of money, which is good. good I think uh, yeah, good on him. Shout out to Chris White. Um I think my only my claim to fame with tension was just um getting completely blind in Portugal in Sintra one year and all you guys were staying at I think it's called the Hotel Ariba yeah, yeah. on the water there yep. and I got lost so I didn't know where I was staying and yeah. so I, I was like well I know where the Hotel Ariba is yeah, yeah. so I ended up going there and I, I remember like completely maggot I go down to the comp side <laughs> and I'm like I end up having like a steak sandwich with the security guards in front of like a bin fire you know yeah, those yeah, yeah, like yeah. homeless people yeah. have it like, yeah. that was my night and then I was like fuck I got to get into the hotel somehow, yeah. and I got in, and I knocked on Virtue and Rollins' um, their door, and they're like, it was like three thirty, four a.m., and I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm asleep, and then I crash out on the floor, and then I end up managing. I think Rollins got up for a surf, and I managed to get into his bed and just like sleep a while, and then I must, I, like I snore pretty badly. Yeah, <clears throat> and Virtue was off me, and I and this is my one claim to fame in tension. I think it's like tension nine or something like that. And Virtue just like sprays talcum powder oh. into my fucking full facial <laughs> yeah. of talcum powder while I'm snoring away. And that's my one. Yeah, that's me. Te- thanks, Mighty. I got into tension. Yeah. I was like, yeah, great. Oh, to be honest, there, there was times where you're like, I don't want to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you know, yeah, you know if coming. someone's, you want to be the last one awake every night and it just doesn't happen. Nah. Uh, yeah. That's heavy. Everyone was a target. No Everyone was safe. Target. Exactly. I didn't feel, I definitely didn't yeah. feel singled out. Yeah. No, it was good fun. I think it's two more beers. Yeah. Sounds good. Mm. Oh no. I think Ben got knocked. I think Tristan, especially when he was wearing that shirt. Yeah. 
I can edit that out, but that's pretty funny. <laughs> oh, dude. Did he, did he definitely check, check, it? check the app now? Okay. Stacked app. Download it if you haven't. But, um, but so, do you like the... Cheers. Cheers. Like, is that, um, competitive? Like, you're saying you're playing, like, soccer at home now, and that gives you probably a bit of the... I remember you were pretty mad at oh, soccer. Oh, no, he got through. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, wow, well, that's a big deal for Tristan. Yeah, no, he got through. Did he really? I got a text from Jenna just saying, um, Ben's going to need one or two. Oh, to celebrate, maybe. Oh, maybe. Yeah, he got him. Oh, that's a tight heat. Oh, Tana, shit. Edda Luciano. Edda beat Tana. That's, a, that's an upset. Smoked. That's crazy. That is crazy. Edda's going to be having an acai party just celebrating oh, that. Yeah, that's pretty huge, eh? That's a huge deal. <laughs> um, You're playing the team sports stuff today. Um, yeah. I mean, do you feel like that whole focus that you need to have to be like an individual competitive bodyboarder, is that something, is it a good, like, do you like not being, do you have to be super selfish in to soccer? achieve it? No, oh, like with, with the bodyboarding, uh, like. Oh, in a way, maybe yes. Yeah. A bit. Not to like a crazy extent, but. Let me rephrase the question. Are you better as an individual since not only being selfish about that sport anymore. Yeah, I think I am, personally. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just kind of... Yeah, I do. You know what I mean? I kinda, you got to sacrifice a lot of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. I like where I'm at now. With, um, you know, especially with kids that put a lot of pressure on yeah. us with me travelling a lot. So, yeah. I think... Yeah. No, I do. Hmm. I mean, it's still still competitive as ever, even yeah. in soccer. Yeah. But I know that at the end it's just a game and if you're yeah. not if it if you're taking if you're not having fun, it's not really worth doing it. Your team's the Valleys? The Valleys. <laughs> Mullen Brown's Valleys. <laughs> Pretty average uh, name, hey. That's a really average name, yeah. You need an no, no, you should get called the cockatoos or something. That'd be good. Yeah. Um with those tension days, because we should linger on that, because that's a pretty class. Like you were in the centre of it all. What was there a time during that where you were just like, "What the fuck is going on here?" Like you know, was it? No, most mo- days. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we were just kind of doing, doing it. We were just surfing lots. Mm. And then the occasional partying and and pranks when the waves weren't bad and yeah. and things like that. So we're kind of just doing it, and then I guess we didn't really realise how big it was kind of getting until you rocked up at the premieres. Yeah, and you're like, wow, there's like a thousand people here and another few hundred trying to get in That's that is sold out. Like we were kind of like, well, this is kind of getting bigger. Yeah, every year, but we're just mostly, yeah, just doing our thing. I mean, I still was just wanted to surf and yeah do the comps and 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 get free surfing clips and stuff like that so yeah pretty still kind of focused on doing that yeah but it was it was wild time it was good fun but can't sustain that forever can you no no you can't no (laughs) like there becomes a point where it gets maybe 
yeah. you could say pathetic. Yeah. Like, you know, like, like to yeah. be the... You can't, like, be you can't prank in your, you like, can't, too much, right? You can't or be not. a 35-year-old doing drop rolls. No. Nah. <laughs> Unless you're filming for pension. Pension 11. Pension 11. <laughs> <laughs> so... Is that what that? the revamped pension's going to be? Pension. I don't know. I mean, is it... um? And obviously all your sponsors were stoked. It was part of the... Like, yeah, it, was it was definitely growing. part of what was going for you, right? Mm. Like, to... To sustain that for sure so then they're all stoked because you're getting waves in videos yep at the time and and then and if you're doing the comps and getting good results there it's just all looking good you got mm. better contracts i know that you you obviously had like what what kind of what your best year on tour was like finishing second in that year yeah but like other years, were you always in the top ten for you? Because I didn't follow everything back then. Yeah. Like, were you sustaining up at that I, height? I think I finished second twice. Oh jeez, sorry. Um, no, it's fine. <laughs> I think no, I think another year I kind of just had a good result right at the end, but oh, okay. I wasn't in contention. Uh-huh. Um, I think if, yeah, I had a few fourths and a few fifths and. Okay, so you always you kind know, of so kind of top ten, usually. When you were younger, end. I'm trying to remember, but when we were younger. I remember because you were always you were two years above me, so you were in the juniors when I was mm. cadets, and we never actually got to surf against each other until we were all yeah competing up in opens and stuff on the tour. But because uh, I started late too, you did, didn't you? I started when I was like seventeen. That's unbelievable. Uh, you I started, started bodyboarding I, at seventeen. No, I didn't start bodyboarding. I started competing. Okay, yeah. I started when I was about fourteen. That's still. And then started, and then did a couple of regionals. Just got in the, maybe I was sixteen. Just got in the juniors. Yeah, a couple of the juniors. Wow. And then that was kind of it. Yeah. Why did you start so late? I don't know. Just I didn't ever think it was a thing. I was just playing soccer at the time. Yeah, right. And then, and then I was kind of pushing that pretty hard. And then I started bodyboarding. I can imagine you being that. in some representative teams and whatnot, probably. Yeah, I was in reps and stuff like that then. Yeah. And then I was pushing that. I'm bodyboarding heaps at the time, mm. and then the coach was just a fuckwit. Oh, just um, and that was when you could play club and reps. Yeah, and then he just benched me in the reps or played me as left back, and I was a striker. Yeah, you're a striker. I and then that. I just was like, I was just over it. And then he played me as striker like second last game, and it scored heaps of goals in that game, and he, we won. And then last game, he was like. Uh, it's, we we need to win to get finish fourth, and uh, we won. And I scored the only goal. And then he was like, after the season, kind of panned out. He was like, oh, gave me a thing, like a proposal to come and play full time reps. Yeah, right. For the thing, and I was like, you know what? Like, I'm not into you. Like, you just you love me now because I won two games, like helped win two games. And mm. so I was just like, you know, I'm just gonna go surf. And I, he kind of turned me off it. And. I just went and surfed, and then so I was just surfing lots, and then that was when PBC was going Peninsula Bodyboard mm. Cup, and they hated us because we were from Curly and we yeah, started yeah, winning you, it all. Yeah, you wouldn't have been so liked on the. No, peninsula. we weren't. There was me and a few other mates, and we all started winning all the divisions, and yeah. like, like even to the point where you walk down the track, they'd spit at your feet. Get out! Yeah, I'm dead serious. Wow. And um, and then that wasn't like Pete Moore or those guys. Those guys were always cool. Like He's Pete and Tate, those yeah. guys. Those are kind of the younger guys. But um, and Jarvis and that. 
But they didn't like us. None of them, I don't think, liked us. Well, because you were from at the start. Yeah, for what? From three beaches away. And... What's the vibe, though, with that? Because that's pretty clear. You're like yeah. three beaches away. But, like, what is the difference? Well, no, well, that's what we thought. I think they just more annoyed because it was their club. They were yeah. all from Mona, mostly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we started rocking up, beating them. And yeah. they were like, who are these guys? Yeah. Like, and, um, yeah, so it kind of started late and then just yeah. went from there. But that's interesting about like I mean because you're like I do remember when we back on the my first time on tour with you like we were playing some pretty mad games of football every oh, time yeah. we were on tour like we we import, I remember a classic match we had in Sintra with uh, like an amazing one yeah. on a real synthetic pitch and we all thought it was amazing because like wow they got synthetic pitches yeah, this is crazy yeah, it doesn't you know? bounce it doesn't everywhere make, exactly <laughs> and like I remember some really good games and yeah. um, but like you you got some game like were you is it? Do you ever look back on that moment where, because it's usually the one fuckwit coach, yeah, can make you make a pretty big decision, not because you hated playing soccer. Soccer loved it. Loved it. Yeah. But you're like, you know what? You're a fuckwit. Yeah. So I'm, I'm gonna a, go bodyboard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess yeah. It's a pretty big life decision now. It is back kind of. It. Yeah. Like what you're gonna do, but I mean, I just think that. I was really into bodyboarding as well at the time. You reckon so you would have made the decision it. anyway? Yeah, it might have happened anyway. It just gave me a really good option to do okay, it. Okay, so he gave you like an easier way out. I guess an easier way out, yeah. It felt yeah. pretty easy to just... Um, I just wanted to surf. I was loving it. Yeah, sure. So you, know, so you, you would have got there anyway. It wasn't yeah, it could have ended up there. So yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't change it for the world. No. Uh, hey. Well, how you going? <laughs> yeah? He got, he, through, he got though. through though. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Just. Two yeah. Waves, that was it. Oh, he only caught two waves. Only caught two waves. Okay. Well, I looked at the. That's had about twelve. Oh. I looked at the score and I was like, oh no, he might need one or two. I'm like, oh no. He got it in the last like two minutes. Or something. Oh, sick. Wave. That's why he's got bloody world titles. Uh, yeah. He sat out there for about twenty ten minutes without a wave. Really. Amazing. It was like just flat. Really. Just oh, that's, that's, that's so some good. experience, right? Good on him. That's yeah. some that's some experience. How good's this place? Yeah, it's nice, huh? Yeah. Mm. Amazing. Um, so then the 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 kind of the football thing, it's not like a regret for um where you're at today. You don't look back on it and go, What no. if? You just go, Hey, I'm playing I'm playing for the valleys now, who gives a fuck? Yeah, I know, who cares, <laughs> eh? <laughs> no, it's just good fun. Yeah. I just I really love the fitness part of it too. Yeah, it's different. I just hey? love trying to run the whole time. That's and heavy. just don't spew <laughs> and then just you know it's good fun injuries are hectic though yeah have um, you had anything bad since you got I, I just like pulled my hammy one year and Ooh. my ankle's pretty bad right now okay um but people are like you gotta stop playing soccer it's so hectic for your body and mm. i was like well maybe have you stopped driving mm. like, there's heaps of car crashes <laughs> you know and that's what it was like on tour whenever I tried to get a tennis match going or a soccer match going I was like you were always into I, it were you? I, I live in that moment and yeah. I'm like yeah you could you're here to bodyboard for the comp yeah but it's if you roll your ankle and you can't compete, it's not the end of it's not the end of the world it's not the one focus of no. your whole life I'm kind of just more about that enjoying the moment yeah, and I just re- so. well, I remember also from the tour when we were on it together when you were, you were happy to have 
you know, a quiet 10 or 12 beers as well <laughs> after, after the event. Like, you, you weren't going to be all weird about yeah, it. Like, yeah, it like, let's go and have some fun. Yeah, I know. And it wasn't like a big deal. No, Even maybe before that. the event, there'd yeah, be a couple yeah, of beers. Yeah, sometimes like, it happens. <laughs> you got it, whatever. If it tastes good, hey. Totally. Just send it down. <laughs> <laughs> nah. And now I just struggle. Right. struggle. It's the worst. Like, yeah. like, since we've had the kids, it's definitely mm. drink way less. That's probably a good thing yeah, for a parent. Well, you, you have to. Hung over with your kids is yeah. like the worst thing you can do in your life. I'm sure five of them must be even worse. Yeah, it would be. But I don't do it because I know. Yeah. You don't do it. Yeah, because it's not really worth it. And also, you kind of, I don't know, because with five kids, you're under the pump so much. Yeah, what's that like? All the time. It's, it's hardcore. Like, you yeah. have to really want it. <laughs> like, you know, you can't kind of go, yeah, I'll do, just do have you a have a choice more. anymore? No, I loved it. We were both keen for more and more. Yeah. And we just kept going. Ah. And um, and now we're both done. And I absolutely am so happy that we're at a point yeah. where we're both like, we are done. Yeah. So... We, um, yeah, so, you know, those, I kind of look, if you're hungover for a day, and you, ki- you got your kids, and it's just it's just a waste of that day. Yeah. Too, because you don't get much time to yourself. No. Nah. It's probably the most time to myself I've had all year. That's with me. Yeah, which is fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's not exactly with yourself. Uh, but, no, uh, it's good. Yeah. We do love it. You've copped some flack, though, right? You, we were talking about this, like, there's some people, there's some haters out there about your... Your uh, propensity for procreation. Yeah. Like, what's some of the worst things you've heard from people? Oh, you don't even really try and look at it. Because it's just like... If it's not coming from someone who you care about or a friend or someone, then it's generally just a troll Mm. who doesn't enjoy their life. It doesn't affect you? It washes off you? Oh, you got it. I mean, you work at it. Yeah? (laughs) It's not as easy. Like, it's like if you read something about yourself and you're like, oh, well, that's not really true. and Or even if it is, and it's kind of not a positive thing, you're kind of like, oh, well, that, yeah, that kind of does suck. It's horrible, I reckon. Yeah, it it doesn't feel good. But, I mean, we're just... If I, I feel that if you're bringing up five kids that are conscious about the environment, conscious about other people, yeah. and respectful to other people, um, then I think you they're going to be better than uh, bringing up two kids who just don't give a shit about anything or anyone. So, you know, we try and bring up the kids, the less packaging and things like that you bring home. Yeah. A big thing, so you kind of ingrain this in kids, you know, compost all your food or give it to the chickens so that they kind of can get good foundations, yeah, to keep the earth going. And that's a big consideration for you and your wife, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you want like, I mean, you kind of it's just up to you what what you do, you can live yeah. it all day, every day if you want, yeah, and not care about it. But if you want to go to a beach and you want it to be no rubbish on the beach and nice. Sort it out. Sort it out, don't litter. Mm. You know? Do the girls ever cop any of it? Like from other kids? Like, wow, you got like four sisters. My mummy said that nah. that's like really bad. We live we live in the breeding capital of Australia. It's <laughs> 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 so <like> never. <laughs> Why, there are lots yeah. of big families in Mullen. Yeah, there's heaps. Yeah, well, really? the, Byron, the whole Byron show. Yeah, heaps. Like 17 kids. Nah, not that big. <laughs> no, but I guess people... 
choose to move out of the city. Yeah. Uh, like we did, we were living in a unit with two kids and we're like, we couldn't yeah. afford a house. And yeah. so we're like, if we sell here and we go and buy there, we can afford a house. So, yeah, sweet. You know, why not have a backyard for them? Yeah. As opposed to, as opposed to not. And we didn't have to at work at with work at the time yeah because because bodyboarding was going good yeah so we moved mm. that's rad that's yeah. rad no it was good fun but the best thing about it is I love surfing with them oh yeah yeah well, you, you do put a few clips out yeah. and stuff of you and the girls like yeah is that a really good thing like you really right. enjoy it being able to go for earlies with the older ones before school that's amazing incredible yeah and to do something and the kids see both their parents doing it. Yeah. Because uh, Amy loves it too. Yeah. And I just think it, it's good. It's and mad. Yeah. To be honest, like girls growing up in Byron surfing the soft waves like the pass and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So we shut the ballet down. Oh, ballet's out. Ballet was out a few years oh, ago. Okay. Right. It was just too much commitment for me. <laughs> <laughs> and it was too much, it, it was too expensive. Yeah, it must be. And then and well, that was just one for Coco. So we asked Coco if it was all right if we if she can do one class and that was it. Yeah. Um, and then I said, we're just going to, we're just going to stop it and we're just going to all surf. If we get one in during the week or the weekends, we're just, we're just all surf. Yeah. And if you don't have to surf, but yeah. we're going to the beach. Yeah. It's up to you if you want to. Yeah. It would be more fun if you did. But that's what I was thinking. <laughs> I didn't say it. But, and then I put her to bed that night and she drew on a poster yeah. and put it stuck it above her bed head, born to dance. Ooh. Oh, I was like, ripped my heart out. Look and out. It on the ground. But no, I stayed <laughs> strong. I just, well, I couldn't afford it. <laughs> but no, I really love it. Okay. It's good fun. And I think surfing has given me a lot. It's like, sitting out in the ocean if you had a bad day or just going for a swim 100% it just like rinses you literally figuratively yeah metaphorically yeah I 100% agree with that like in my life I know that any other any tough time I've ever had yeah mentally mm. um, or like relationship wise or emotionally like yeah just having that opportunity to get belted yeah, in the waves, like literally get your head smashed in, yeah. rinsed, is like a huge it's like so good. plus, like for sure. You can't like I yeah like people and you know like as you know I live in Sweden a lot or yeah. the last five years I lived there and like you don't get that. Yeah. And so when you're having any struggle with whatever's on in life, you yeah, don't outlet? have that. Well, you don't have it. Like yeah. I mean, you can go and do a sauna. Yeah, yeah. And to figure out like a an, another outlet. Exactly. That isn't going to be probably as good as. Never will, Never will be. Never will be. Never will be. Like it's um, yeah. it's just the way it is because you get so much joy as well in oh, that moment. I know. Like you can't be upset in a barrel. <laughs> Definitely. Like if you've got not. a problem in your life, yeah, you're yeah. getting tubed. Yeah, you got big you're just, problems. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah well, you got you, serious problems. Yeah. You go to a doctor. But yeah, like, yeah. If you can't, if you're in a tube, and yeah. you're and you got something in, else in your head saying yeah. this isn't great. I know. You you've got a serious. serious Even problems. just sitting out there sometimes. Yeah, for sure. And the kids aren't yelling at you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know that one. Yeah, yeah. But it's a lot sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a chorus of voices. Yeah, I'm not right? going to lie. It's a lot. But it's an acapella group. You're sitting out there. It's just like, this is this is really nice. Yeah. I don't even need to catch a wave right now. I just sit and listen to nothing <laughs> to else. Nothing. That's uh, a good thing. Yeah, it is. You must, um, do you really value the time you get? Like these, you're saying like getting some, time, some free time is like a rarity for you. 
And plus, like, you and Ben are also doing, like, your work now as well, right? Yeah. So you're, you're now... What is it exactly that you guys are doing? Because I don't actually know so exactly we, what you're doing. Well, we basically, about three or four years ago, started the distribution. For, took over the distribution for VS and NMD boards yeah. in Australia. And right. since then, we've started a foamy softboard brand and knife fins, flippers. What's the foam? Is it called foamy? It's called foamy. Oh, okay, I thought yeah. you were just saying a foamy one. Nah. Okay, foamy is yeah, the brand. Yeah, it's just called foamy. Okay, yeah. And so, yeah, so basically we just... We distribute to bodyboard shops and surf shops. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, and we know what we're talking about. Yeah, because <laughs> we've ridden them. You have <laughs> forever, forever. And but we hadn't done business. Well, Ben had done a bit of business before with Movement. Yeah, and we'd done a little bit with Grand Flavor. Yeah, but um, not to this extent. So, like third or fourth year in, we've learned a lot. Mm. We're still learning, and um, yeah, no, it's good fun though. What's the one thing you've learnt in the last three or four years that you were like, kind of like tripping on? There must be a few moments in this journey where you're just like, wow. Yeah, I, I think it comes down to also learning how, in our prime, how many bodyboards were selling. Ah. Like, what? So, like, is that something was, you can divulge? <clears throat> well, I, I don't really know the exact number, but going into surf shops and trying to sell my board. Mm. Our our range, yeah. mine and Ben's board, yeah. and them saying, "Oh yeah, I used to sell heaps." Of <laughs> That's the worst like thing heaps. you could hear. And I'm like, really? I was like, I wouldn't have even known you put a bodyboard in your shop. Yeah, like, right. Because I wouldn't have even known. I would have only known the core stores. Yeah, right. So it was actually pretty cool to go then and and actually meet all these people who I guess had been supporting my career as such without you having any with, idea without of us having any idea oh, okay so that's cool so it was pretty cool they're like really and they're like now nah, you guys doing that like, that's cool yeah and like yeah so back then you probably would have only know, known of like 10 shops in yeah, Australia yeah, yeah and then you go around and you're like wow you were buying them too yeah and so yeah it's pretty cool to go and actually meet the owners face to face who have been there cool. for a long time yeah and then now actually form sort of um like relationships with them yeah and it's, it's super cool that's cool yeah that, and that felt nice yeah it did yeah because it's just, just something that you didn't know mm. what was going on and like when you were having the 10 or 12 beers in uh, <laughs> you weren't thinking yeah, that you, those you guys had about that. you weren't ever thinking about that so it was, yeah, it was pretty cool to see how yeah. how far it spread yeah the actual bodyboarding thing was having yeah that's funny. So, that's, that story just reminds me of a, a, a funny one for me when it comes to board sales. Like, this buddy of mine was uh, the rep for Vans Shoes in New South Wales for a few years, and he used to do the rounds to the shops. And yeah. And he went into a shop. I think it might have been on the south coast here or something like that. And he saw, like, my Nomad board there. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, I lived with him in Newcastle. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I, you got those Kirkham boards. Uh, yeah, Josh is good. I live with him, in, like, in Newey. And they're like, yeah. oh, yeah, cool, cool. It's a really poor seller. That's <laughs> 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 what it's his favourite joke. Really, to tell that's everyone. A good joke. He goes, like, "Oh, you got the Kirkwood." I thought you were going to say. No. He, I thought you were going to say he, he sold twenty. And got ripped <laughs> no, off no, no, out of that shop. You no. saw the list, and he only no. sold two. No, no. Oh, He's like, oh, "That's a really poor seller." Oh yeah, that's rough, isn't it? <laughs> I had to compete with all you guys. Yeah, yeah. Like, Impossible. <laughs> Impossible. Oh, that's hilarious. He loves it. Yeah. He loves it. That is a good one. It's his best joke. Yeah. yeah. One of his only, though. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs>
That's for him. You won't even see this. <laughs> no, but it's um. But that must be. Yeah, that sounds like a nice little um. I don't know. I guess like, do you see yourself now as? You don't see yourself as retired from bodyboarding. No I doubt. I. I've never felt that I've need to say. That I've retired. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And just it wasn't really a thing that was like. I'm gonna need to retire. It's just, yeah. it's just bodyboarding. Yeah. Um, I was getting paid to do it for a while. Yeah. And now, sell them and still in love, loving doing it when the waves are good. Yeah. Well, I mean, and also <laughs> there's that other factor of like, Hub's 43. Yeah. He's pretty old, eh? He's pretty old, <laughs> and he's like, uh, still does some, like yeah, exactly the same wacky shit he was doing yeah, like know. ten years ago. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, like it's, it's pretty wild. Yeah. Mm. Definitely. Like, do you think there's a sh- like there clearly isn't really a shelf life on this, on your abilities? No, I don't think so. Not no. if you like you stay fit. Like, look at Mike; he's still super fit. And yeah. if it was really barreling, yeah, by the waves in the heat, he'd be you'd dangerous. Be wor- yeah, you'd be worried. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah I would be like, like, yeah, you yeah. know. So, I don't think so. But yeah, just you just kind of do it. Whatever he makes you happy. If you're over competing, then don't do it. Mm. If yeah. you don't want a bodyboard, don't do it. Usually I ask people before I do an interview like this because you're a pretty fucking sought-after guy to hear from, so usually there would have been a lot of questions for you. And I reckon one of them might have been... I didn't get a chance to do this, but I reckon Mm. one of them might have been... And this may be one to wrap up on to finish this and we'll have those 10 or 12 beers. Um, (laughs) You're still in the comp, though, aren't you? Yeah. (laughs) That's all right. Whatever. I actually caught up with a mate on Friday night. Yeah. And we had eight pints. Pints? Yeah. Um, but what do you, why are you, what, do they call it pints in New South Wales? Well, it was a big one. Really? Big ones, yeah. They sell those? Yeah. Well, that's and weird. Four pints in Manly. Yeah, right. It was with Weza, mate, a schoolmate. And I was struggling, hey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, was, How many did you have? Eight. Eight. Yeah, that's, I'd be maggot. Yeah, I was struggling. We looked at the time, and that was the latest I've been out this year. It was one what o'clock. What time was it? One. Wow. The latest I've been out. And then... Fatherhood. Uh, yeah, rock, then had to drive down to the comp next yeah, morning. Yeah, when you fucking heat. Yeah, and a bit dusty. But Look out. Yeah. Okay, well then we'll keep drinking. But yeah, um, yeah. one of the questions I reckon would have popped up was, what's the craziest story you can share from the tension days that kind of <laughs> remains in your mind as something that's like, that was either like hilarious or that was like, wow, we got oh, away with that? Oh, I can't yeah. believe it. Is there anything that comes to your mind? Uh, to be honest, it's like people you just wouldn't want to hear this but it's a bit of a blur like I've got a pretty <laughs> bad memory oh uh, it's a bad uh, memory no no like I've, I've got a bad oh, memory oh you've got a bad memory yeah okay. yeah but it's like it is a bit of a blur I've got to try and think of something good there's just so many times Whitey's just one of those people that is just I don't know he's just he's so positive on life and just makes things happen yeah and he's just like that's like being friends with. You just wanted to be friends with someone like that. Yeah, he just yeah, yeah. was like he was just. His He's energy, attractive. He is so yeah. attractive, yeah. and he's like, you just want to be around him. Totally, hundred like, percent. He's just like yeah. that. That was like the biggest thing I got from him. Yeah, from, right. From it all, like he, yeah, he just he's just amazing person. Mm. And um, but gosh, it was just yeah. It was, good genes too. Yeah, good genes. Fucking forty. You kidding? Yeah, yeah, he's 40, yeah. He could be 20. Yeah, for sure. Fucking hell. But no, there's just, yeah, there's a lot of times. 
the tomato festival was actually a oh in valencia time. that was mm. a i remember when you guys went across time. i think calm i was pure i should have done yeah. that that was that actually that was a pretty sick time so we left sintra mm. i think we flew up to madrid mm. we're trying to get accommodation we had a few days in between there and going to New Jersey for Bits's comp. That's right, yeah, the Jenks one, yeah. The Jenks Pro at the time. Mm. And we were like, what do we do? We're kind of done with... What did we'd I have, We've had a good time in Portugal. Yeah. But what do we do? So mm. we're like, there's this tomato festival. Fly up to Madrid. Try and get a camper van. All camper vans booked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Try and get accommodation. Middle of summer Benal. in Europe. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, we're idiots, aren't we? are idiots are not we So then, we... We're like, let's hire a truck. <laughs> this would be a good idea. We'll buy air maddies. Yeah. We'll sleep with the doors open. So we hire this truck. There's five of us. What kind of truck are we talking? Like, just like a removalist truck, you know? Like those little kind of removalist ones. Yeah, like a on. Pantech. Yeah, I think Pantech. they may even refer yeah, to Yeah, they call Pantech, yeah. That's so one a of those. Stuff. So, perfect. So we're like two in the back yeah. and then three in the front. Yeah. Three seats in the front. So the two in the back. Who's in the car? I can't remember exactly. It must have been... That was me, Wadu... Virtue? Yeah, I think Virtue. Mitch, maybe? Mitch. Maybe shoes your charcoal. Yeah. I can't really remember, but... Okay. So two in the back, but we'd take shifts, so we'd only do hours in yeah. the back, because it's just dark and no and air. No air, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you just lay down on the air maddies, we strapped all our board bags to the walls, <laughs> and we hopped in this truck. I just remember being in the back, and we're just driving... <laughs> Down to Banal. People smuggling, essentially. Pretty much, like, yeah. <laughs> and then we're just driving. We've been in the back of the truck for a bit. And then we, I just, we're just driving, bouncing. And then we just come to a stop. And I was mm. like, oh, what's this? And we're sitting there. And I hear a few voices. And I was like, okay. We must be lost trying to get directions. And the next thing, the doors just open up. And you're like blinded by the light. <laughs> oh, yeah, what is this? And then the cops are there. And we're like, oh, okay. That's heavy. And then um, he's like, what are you guys doing? We're like, we're trying to go to the tomato festival. Uh, Whitey's driven up the one-way street and he's stuck. That's <laughs> and, heavy. Yeah. And anyway, the um, so we reversed out of there. We're like, no, we won't get in. We just walk around here. We walk up the road yeah. and then get picked up. We go, keep going on our way. Yeah. And we get to the tomato festival, which was hectic, like so rough, but amazing, fun. Yeah. And then we just sleep in the truck. And then we go back, drop the truck off, fly. Then we hear that we couldn't get flights to Jenks Pro yeah, in right. time. We tried to get them booked and they couldn't do it. And yeah. then we had to miss the first day of the waiting period. It just showed, okay. it just happened that yeah. Jenks was like three foot and pumping the first day. So it ran. So we hadn't left Europe yet. You guys weren't there. So we didn't go there. That's hilarious. Then we, we went, all went to Mexico after, right? Yeah, so we went to France. We yeah. came there later, but we went to France. Yeah, yeah, we're like, yeah. Let's just go to France for a bit. So we went to France. <laughs> anyway, we got there and we had a, another big night. And was, so I can't remember who it was. It was like, if you kick the um, the lamppost, the light goes out. It's like a car hits it. So you <laughs> kick it and it just goes out. <laughs> it might come back on. Anyway. It <laughs> might come back on. I just remember kicking it out and it's going out. Was, How good is this? You go to the next one. And you just look across the road and they're all going out. Whereas there's five idiots doing it. Anyway. Um, and we're just trying to get back to Marina because we're sleeping on some guy's boat. Yeah. Time, some tension guy's boat. Tension groupie. Tension groupie. Anyway, we're kicking all these poles out. And then the next thing, I just get hit so hard from the side. 
crash tackle to the ground. I'm like, what is going on? And this chick cop has just like lined me up, <laughs> seen me kicking the thing. She's taking me to the deck. And then she's like cuffed me, like holding me my arms while my back gets me up. And I'm just like, what is going on? And then they grab the other guys who are all there. And then um, then they just like check into pole. And they're like, you guys got pulled over in Spain. And I was like, what? That was like two days ago. And they're like, you guys are causing trouble. Like, and we're like, no, no, we're not, we're not. And then anyway, they get this call through. And they're like, I had to go to something like serious. And they just bailed. They gave our passports back. Cuffs off though? You got the cuffs off before they bailed? I don't know if they cuffed me, but she was like, and all the guys laughing. She was like, she smashed you. And I was like, she absolutely smashed me. But uh, some good times. That's a good one to finish on. Yeah. You finish that. Uh, well, uh, cheers. Cheers. Thanks, Joshy. Thanks, Winnie. It's a pleasure. No worries. I reckon Always. everyone's going to love that one. Thanks, guys. And that's a wrap on the Dave Winchester podcast. Uh, I hope you enjoyed that one as much as I did. Uh, a couple of reminders, got this LaBoogie Science collab still happening, getting a couple of orders in, so the boards are beginning to move, uh, looking to try and get things delivered before Christmas. So if you are in the market or you want to try and get someone back out there in the water, um, this this collab might be the one for you. And it has that added benefit of $100 from the sale of that board is going to the local bodyboard club of your choice. So there's a way to support local bodyboard clubs through this um, really cool collab that was done with Science Bodyboards and the Laboogie podcast. Uh, maybe I'll get another podcast out tomorrow. Who knows? Let's see. Okay, the book, 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 the book,